Welcome to Pauli Malinaji from Brooklyn to the world. Proudly representing his hometown of Brooklyn, New York. Pauli Malinaji takes you inside the ring and beyond. I'm definitely far from shy. We're going to be ranting about a lot of stuff. Not just about boxing, I'm opinionated on life in general, many sports topics and politics. Pauli doesn't hold back. The two time world champion, Pauli the Paulie Malinaji, Peter Cards, Brooklyn to the world, and we're back. I'm back in the studio. Wow. Times are good. Times are good. What, except what number episode are we up to? Are we still losing track of these, or are we actually You're counting right. now? I was what right. It? What is it? What is 67. it? 67. <laughs> 67. With the Borat voice, Peter Cards sends in. Is it brings, nice? Brings in the 67th episode. Seth Nyman, I guess, was saying another number. You were off. 68, yeah. Oh, I thought you were like I our backup statistician. I can't buy, I can't buy twos. <laughs> yeah. I, I, need, I need the internet. I can't you do it without the You need the odd, num- odd numbers. All right, yeah. well, you'll be in charge of the odd numbers. I mean, the even numbers, and Peter will be in charge of the odd numbers. I like that. Boom. All right, so, uh, you know, I've been out of the out of the action, out of the loop over here. You know, we called. I called it in last week. Got some boxing over the weekend, some uh, MMA, right? Oh, we had uh, some good stuff. We got to talk about some Olympic boxing, the controversies mm. and whatnot. You know, a lot, a lot, a lot going on these days in boxing. A, a, a summer of fun or not fun? As you, you had fun. You won. I won. I did uh, win. I did uh, win. I feel like it was such a such a long time ago. I feel like so much has happened since my fight. You know. At that start, though. Yeah. <laughs> sex change. Yeah. Hey. Oh, who had oh. the sex change? No. Oh, oh. I don't know. Just to try to make this podcast more missing, controversial. Did I, did I miss anything? <laughs> you might be missing something. I mean, if you yeah. fall asleep in the wrong place. So. <laughs> so yeah, honestly, yeah, uh, there's only been what's today's date? The twenty second, twenty third, twenty fourth. Jeez, it's been like three and a half weeks. I feel like I fought last year already. Holy shit! And I'm not even that much overweight. I mean, it's not like I'm. Hey, you look good. I, I weighed one sixty nine this morning, so it's not like the end of the world, you know. Considering I weighed, <laughs> considering I weighed one sixty five. I weighed one sixty nine. For real? Fucking step on the scale, cause the, the scale says one sixty nine. I didn't make it up. If I was gonna make it up, I'd say just 170, 75. I don't know, like a more a more a more roundabout number than one sixty nine. Roundabout. Yeah. So one sixty nine this morning on the scale, the same scale that said I was one sixty five when I left for Barclays. Is that is that before you went to Benino Rosico? No, I didn't go because I had to uh, be in the city a little earlier today. Oh, um, busy. Yeah. So I. Uh, You're a busy bee. Anything you could tell us about? Or but just it? now I went to Applebee's. There you go. Yeah. To, oh, to next watch door? some of the Champions League. Yeah, let's watch some of the Champions League games because you guys don't fucking put them on TV. What about the Ajax is getting eliminated? I remember when Ajax used to win these things. Now they get eliminated in the prelims. Anyway, we'll talk about that on the on the rant podcast. Cause we're going to do two episodes today, right? We're going to Spo- do a .5 and a .0 podcast. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you mean? What do we, what do we surprise people? What is, what is, it? What is it? A surprise? Sometimes. Uh, yeah. Sometimes. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> fuck out. Yeah. Well, well, we don't want to do that. Get, get the hell out of here. We don't want to Get the sur- heck out of here. We don't surprise anybody. You anymore. young whippersnappers. Shut the front door. Oh, you crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Peter Griffin over <laughs> there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so let's talk about. Let's, I guess we're gonna go start the weekend first. I mean, right? I mean, I mean, am I missing anything? Anything we missed besides from this weekend that we want to talk about? I mean, first, let's talk about the Olympics. How about that? Start, start with the Olympics. We touched first. on the Olympics last week, but we could. We did well. They, they actually continued. They didn't end when we touched on them. Right. So like, um, there's true. more. There's actually more news in the Olympics. Right. Like, true. Uh, Shakur Stevenson lost. Shakur in Stevenson the, lost in the finals. Did he fought a Cuban though? Right. Or an Uzbeki? What did he fight? Well, one of those guys. I think Uzbekistan oh, yeah. won the team trophy, which is pretty mm-hmm. wild. They won more more medals than the Cubans. But regardless, Shakur is uh, a kid from Newark, right? He's from Newark, New Jersey. Jersey. We got a little East Coaster with uh, getting some love. 
Uh, and uh, he's got a, a, a bright future ahead of him, man. You know, I would have liked to see the Shakur Stevenson and Michael Conlon fight in the finals, which is... That would have been a good fight. If, 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 if the judges would have went to Lenscrafters and put on their contacts before before anything, maybe we would have seen that, you know? And uh, He lost to Cuban, yes. Robesley. Yeah. Robes- although, Conlon would have, although Conlon would have been up against Robesley's first, right? Because they would have. Uh, he was in the opposite bracket. What, whatever. Cubans are always tough to beat. It's two to one. Yeah, I love watching one. them. They're so yeah. much fun to watch. Yeah. Very skilled. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Stevenson gets a silver medal. What, Clarissa Shields gets another gold medal. Mm. First American boxer to get back-to-back gold medals. Female Clarissa Shields. Boom. Hit that one. You know, they had female wrestling, too. I didn't know they had she, female wrestling also. They did. They did. I, I, I wasn't aware of that either, but... Where do these girls wrestle? Like, where, where are they wrestling? <laughs> they wrestle in high school, and then they go to college. I went to high wrestle. school. There's no girls wrestling? It wasn't either for me, too, but I've, I've heard that the women do wrestle. I've actually All met right. one or two of them. I ain't mad at um, So, so uh, hold on. So, the chick Clarissa beat in the finals. I think she beat her also at the finals of another tournament, too. So, that really? chick must be really... You know when you're, like, wow. losing to the same person in the finals? I had that a couple times That's in the tough, amateurs. a tough draw. Yeah, it's a tough... No, it's not a tough draw, because yeah, at least you met them in the finals It's a tough time. generation for you. Yeah, <clears> just a tough racket is what it is. Sure. Clarissa fought well and won. She beat the girl from second. Kazakhstan, from uh, Borat's uh, home yeah. No, she didn't. She in the final, she beat the girl from Holland. Oh, I'm sorry, that's a semi. Come on, dude. Come oh, on, Seth. Your, stat, your stats shit is, is going off the chain today. Uh, the Netherlands. You, Netherlands. Not to be messed you, with. <laughs> you fake fact checker. Uh, semi-final, she beat the girl from Kazakhstan. Right. Yes, Dariga. She beat the Dutch chick in the finals. Yep. No chuka. Chin. All right. So that's it. That, I mean... What did you guys think overall of the Olympics with no headgear and uh, going back to the old time, old school scoring? What did you think of that? I mean, I thought I thought it would be it would be less bad decisions. And honestly, for as as many like raw deals as we we saw in these Olympics, I mean, because some of them were just legitimate raw deals and just you know people got got screwed. I feel like we got less bad decisions than we did at the computer. I feel like the computer like every every. I mean, it, it wasn't like as. Here's the thing. Okay, here's I'm, I'm gonna try to word this differently. Please. It was like. In the computer era, there was, like, a bunch of really bad decisions. N- not, like, terrible, terrible, like, oh, man, what the hell is going on over here? But, like, you know, they eliminated the Roy Jones uh, versus Park Olympic-style decision. But they, in return, they wound up with maybe the next category less of a robbery. But a ton of those. A ton of those. A ton of those. Like, you, the horrible decisions. How many? A ton of those. A ton. In the years, you since. heard them. It's like two thousand. So, so, <laughs> so in the, in they brought back the regular scoring and no headgears, and now came back came some of the terrible decisions, some terrible like worse than those kind of bad decisions, but not as many. So it's like you, pick your poison, bro. You you just can't get it because I feel like when it's this kind of scoring, there's legitimately there's judges being paid off. Legitimately, right? Like, I, feel, I feel like what else could it be? with the computer, but that doesn't mean with the computer they weren't paid off either. Right? Because you don't want to press the button, you don't want to press the button. But here's the thing with the computer, you 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 only need three out of five guys to press the button at the same time for a point to be scored. So even if you are like in the bag and you don't want to press the button, as long as three of the other four guys press the button, the other guy's still getting points. Some the problem them, is they were all blind. Some like, of them were in the because, bag too. Yeah, the, pro- the, problem is, the problem is they're all blind because you can't really adequately judge exchanges when you're just pressing buttons. You know, because yeah, p- How many times have com- you seen those fights? Punches are flying from both sides. How many times this is you- the same problem I have with CompuBox and the pros. Okay. How many times have you seen uh, you know Olympic-style fights where it's like, 26 to 4 going into the last round. It's like, wait, come on. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that guy landed 26 times that you could press, you all pressed it like in unison, bro, and this bro, guy only one, landed I got, four I got, times. I got one better for you, bro. I've seen blowouts 
that wound up as like one point decisions. Right. And I've seen close fights that wound up as twenty point decisions in computers. The computers were just brutal, bro. Brutal, brutal, brutal. Like you, you felt did. like it was a different sport, bro. It started to actually look like a different sport. Having said that, there was some really bad decisions. The Conlon decision was really bad. Uh, there was the the gold medal match at heavyweight was really bad. Uh, uh was it with uh Tushikov or something like that? I don't know. Really, really bad decision. The Russian got the benefit. Was the beneficiary of it. Um. Uh, the same rush you'd actually beat uh, Clemente Russo in the quarters, and that could have probably went to Clemente Russo as well. It was the Italian. Uh, so he basically just robbed his whole way through. Yeah, which makes you think, like, dude, maybe the Russians just paid off everybody because the Russians were the ones doing most of the robbing. It was just weird, you know? But um, I don't know. I, you I seen the, final, the finals when he fought the uh, Vasily from Kazakhstan? Yeah. yeah. Uh, if, 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 if Jenny Evgeny. Tyshenko, Tyshenko, yeah, beat Russo in the quarters, and they said he didn't win. And I was actually in Italy for that fight. And then uh, he wins the gold medal match. I mean, the gold medal match, they said, was like the worst decision since Roy Jones in the in park. I mean, him, wow. He, I, 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 he got rocked. He, with a minute left, he was almost out, out on his feet. And they, you know what they, what they, they could have won 3-0. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, like, if you're going to be in the bag, at least tell the one, one of the three guys who's in the bag. Like, if, if like all three of us are in the bag, and like we know we're in the bag because all three of us are in the bag, We'll be like, all right, Seth, maybe you'll be the guy who goes for the other guy. Right. So we'll make it close. Right. We'll be like, you know we what? Good. And maybe, maybe I'll be realistic, and when the guy was almost out on his feet, I'll give him to the other guy, even <laughs> yeah. though he's still winning. <laughs> you know? Does yeah. it have to be a shutout? Yeah. Right? Where, where do these guys keep their money that they get paid off? Is it like in their mattress? Like, yeah. You, you yeah. think it's like direct deposit? No. Or, or it's cash. The, it's a, like a, a, can't have any trail, right? Yeah, but here's the thing now. If, if it's not direct deposit. It's a boost. Yeah, but he our boost. Our boost is like the envelope. Here's the thing: if you get our boost, as we say in Sicilian, our boost, how how do you take it back home? Like you're in, unless you're a Brazilian judge and you're already home. Money belt. I mean, how do you how do you get through airport security with all that money? Midnight run. Midnight Remember? run. Money belt. Midnight had run. a lot of a lot of money in there. Midnight run. Oh man, the old of De Niro. Yeah. Charles Grodin. Good yeah. Movie. You know what? You know what else? Uh, on another note. When you look at this now, they want to do the no headgear and so people could get some notoriety, which is mm -hmm. nice. But you also have to pick your poison because now if you're going to rob somebody, like they did Conlon, the guy got his ass kicked so bad with no headgear. That he actually he had to pull out of the yeah, fight. he wasn't able to continue in the tournament. Yeah. So, you know, now, you, now you're letting them fight with no headgear. These guys are going to get mocked up. Yep. You know, so be careful who you rob because yeah. you actually you shoot yourself in the foot and you look like an idiot when the guy can't continue. Hey, good point. Good point. That's another good point too. It's just, it's frustrating because I feel like with this kind of judging, you get overall less bad decisions, but the ones that are bad can be horrible. And the reason they can be this horrible is because clearly, for me, there's probably more room to pay judges off. For me, I mean, for me, it, it becomes pretty obvious. You know, dude. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's a, just a sporting event. Right. Like, like, I mean, it's not like it's a pro fight where it's like millions of dollars on the line and you're like, oh man, this model, these, these, these pricks are switching the money around. Like, at the end of the day, it's a lot of prestige, but it's, there's, I mean, how much money are we really talking about? Uh, Russians? Like besides for the, the Russians? But lot. what do you get? Like, okay, so you brought home seven gold medalists instead of three. What? What, well, does, you your, know. does your government get more money? No, Not but, really. I mean, no, what does but, it mean in the grand scheme of things? No, but you never know how. Like for a pro fighter, for a kid turning pro, he gets him more money on his signing bonus. And he gets more right. guarantees on his pro contract. But for the actual Russian Federation uh, or, or whoever it is. Well, why don't you but, think about that for a second ahead. before you say it? Go ahead. Maybe there's incentive there for the, for the fighters that from the government. 
you know, maybe somebody like Putin says, oh, you want a gold medal? Your family's taken care of for... Slow at them. They're the ones you paying You get toilet paper. Your what do you think the fighters themselves is paying them? If Putin's the one or whoever is, 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 is the one taking care of the fighters... Then he's how, how do you figure that? What are you figuring? The fighters are paying the judges. He's paying the no, judges. No, no, so what course. does he care? But like, I'm saying maybe that's like some incentive for them. If they win a, a gold medal, maybe they get taken. Care I understand, of but that's a personal thing for them. I'm talking yeah. about the Russian Federation. Right, know? right, right. I'll uh, get Putin on, on the show next level. week. We'll ask. Him. Yeah, we should get Putin yeah. on next week. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's on a personal level. You know, like I'm talking about it on a, on, a, on a on a whole level, like on a, on a team level. In the grand I, scheme, I, of I just things. don't understand. Like so, okay. So you, you you can put a couple of headlines together. We got the best Russian, uh, rush, best boxers in the world in the Olympics. Okay, and like next week when they forget all about it, like what did you what do you got? You don't really have a lot. So the Triple G person, and Kovalev. The yeah. only person people that the only people that really are the only people that are really affected by it are the actual individual fighters. You know, like their contracts turning pro or different or whatnot. You know, I don't what know. sucks is you're taking away a dream from a kid. I mean, just call it fair. But remember, yeah. it's, you know, all, all these politicians in these countries, like our country too, are, they're all like little kids at the end of the day. They all want to you know, beat the other one. Everyone wants to beat the U.S. Right. If you don't think that Putin is a narcissist and c you could see him wanting to pay it off just so you say he won. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's he, true. That's if true. you don't know the guy by now. Yeah, I mean, we give him too much credit as being like a, you know, mature yeah, no, adult. No, I, I do. I, I give Putin credit because that same attitude makes him fight ISIS better than us, I feel. But at the same time, yeah, maybe at the, that same narcissism. Yeah. Pete has a good point. Maybe it has him wanting to win at all costs in the Olympics. I mean, you want to win at all costs against ISIS? I'm all for it, bro. I'm all <laughs> right. for it. If you want to win at all costs in the Olympics, though, eh, you know, whatever. If you win, you win. If you lose, eh, you lose. You know, it's just, at the end of the day, it's a sporting event. You but know so it's still rivalries, right? Even like back in the day when, uh, you know, Hitler and the Nazis were there and Jesse Owens winning yeah, gold Yeah, I just medal. saw that movie, by the way, in the airplane, bro. Yeah? What's the name of the movie? Race. The Jesse Owens story. It's called Race. Oh, you like Rush. That's something different. Rush is about Formula One races. Right. Race is about Jesse Owens. A runner? You don't know who Jesse Owens is? I don't know the guy. No. Really? You, you don't say that on the podcast. <laughs> what do you want me to do? I'm going to edit this out. We, yeah, we, we, gotta, like, like, we just showed that he's retarded. Like, we don't do that, bro. Like, Jesse, really? You don't know who Jesse Owens is? No fucking the most clue. famous like, Olympic uh, runners of all time. Sprinter. He probably, yeah. It, I feel like he's the, he's the most famous American uh, Olympic Carl athlete Lewis, right? for sure. Uh, maybe the most famous American, maybe the most famous worldwide. Like, yeah, he like he, he won the gold for US like right when like well, won Nazi the gold, Germany. He won four golds was, yeah. in the Berlin Olympics. Four golds he won. Not one, not two, so he's not like, three. He's like Usain he did the, Bolt. He did the LeBron James. Not one, not two, <laughs> not three, not not he did four. He got so four. So he's like Usain Bolt. He's like Usain Bolt, yeah. He's like Usain Bolt. Did Usain get four? Usain's got like Nine. No, nine. in one Olympics. Jesse Owens Olympics, didn't get to compete right. in the next Olympics. They had World War II guy. Come on, you're killing three, me right now. Three, you're killing three, me. Three per no, Jesse Owens it. didn't get to compete in the next Olympics. He's done it three Olympics in a row. Yeah. Well, Jesse uh, just said Jesse couldn't do yeah. another Olympics. Oh, Usain Bolt did it three yeah. in a row. Well, three, three, three. All right. He's got Boom. nine. Boom. Boom. You're racist. Yep. Yeah, okay. Please, please. I like the Jamaicans. <laughs> yeah. And I like his pose. Speaking of that, do we gotta, can we say that on this podcast? The Usain Bolt situation? No. Oh, what happened? The guy can't even get laid after he wins his ninth gold medal. I mean, what's going what, on? What did you, you see this? Did you what? guys see no. the gossip? Set? Are you guys sleeping? Are you guys kidding me? I we have been sleeping a lot, actually. We, we what the? What is going <laughs> on over here? You didn't even buy the papers? First of all, the Daily News had them on the front. First of all, I, I never will give the Daily News another cent in my life between the way their political views and the dumb shit they put on, on, on the front pages. They became a it's gossip like magazine. It's like a gossip magazine, yeah. They literally, give, give a dude, they had right Usain now, Bolt. 
It's a, it, it, the, t- the headline on the front page of the Daily News was Fastest Man Alive, and they said Usain Bolt's night, and they said he was with all these women in one night. First of all, one of the pictures was him on a dance floor with a girl dancing, so you don't even know if he got laid from her. First of all, you're already throwing a, you're already throwing him in the, you're already throwing him in the, throwing, put your hand in the cookie jar without actually, the guy didn't even do anything. You're allowed <laughs> to dance with a chick in a nightclub, I'm sorry, it doesn't mean you slept with married, her. right? He's with a girlfriend, but whatever. It oh. <laughs> didn't mean he was with that chick. He, they were saying he was with four girls in one night. That doesn't mean he was with that chick. He might have been... You know how many times I've, I've grinded on chicks in, in the nightclub and I, I didn't take them home that night? You know what I'm saying? Like How many times? Countless. Like, I, lost, I lost count. You know? Imagine you slept with every chick you grinded with. Bro, there's been nights I grinded with like tons of chicks in the same night. Like, imagine you slept with every girl you grinded with on the club. Oh, remember when Reggae first started hitting me, the scene? Me, yeah, bro. When it was a short them. Yeah. I don't really care what people say. <laughs> Shake that <laughs> thing. <laughs> anyway. Sean Paul. Anyway, can I, can I, it was Jamaican, by the way. Thank anyway, you. Anyway, anyway, going back to what I was saying, that's why Usain is a, is a grinder. You see that? Yeah. How do you know he was, he was just a grinder. Wow, he was just grinding because that's what he does. We just went that's just what he does on a dance floor. He grinds. <laughs> so anyway, one of the pictures is with the chick uh, grinding. Then the other pictures, I, you know, it got closer to the bed. Like, there was another chick. He was, like, not on the dance floor, but... He, he was, was like, showing her his house. Whatever, dude. At the end of the day, he definitely slept with at least one chick in that night, okay? And he cheated on his girl. But why are you guys not letting the guy get laid on his own? He's just busted his ass. Why you guys got to get him caught? I don't understand. That's, they, that's and they the had world a we live in now. Come on. Get out of here. You just had your picture taken in everybody's, the lobby. Everybody's a fucking rat. Yeah, and a photographer. Not, yeah. not, but yeah. what I'm saying is... What I'm saying is they they take a picture and they make an entire story out of it. Of like, course. Like, dude, there was... There it's was, called selling papers. It's called bullshit. Yeah. I, I, I went through it with Stalker Chick three years ago. There was pictures of me and her, and all of a sudden, everybody made a whole entire relationship out of the thing. Dude, it was same both the same thing. Just because he was with these chicks in one night doesn't mean he slept with all of them. He probably slept with one or two, oh. maybe. So you're denying and, the relationship with your Stalker Chick? That never happened? <laughs> Even if he slept oh. with all four of them, why, why, is it on the, why is it in the paper? Why is this business Because the paper's bullshit. Bullshit. We know that. Yeah, but but how can they? How are you? The guy doing just the, did so much, and now he can't even. The guy can't even get his dick sucked. Like seriously, can? But how is, can you? Is, is that allowed? I mean, how can you say you're providing? You just a service? won your ninth gold medal. Can the guy get serviced? He right, should be right. so fast. He should have got in an apple before they could take the picture. Thank you. Yeah. Boom. boom. No, but <laughs> as a as a as a journalist, as someone that you went to school for this, this is what you do for a living. You provide a These service. These aren't real. They're hacks. Come on. But that's what I'm saying. Did they have a job? Oh, pictures one of the Daily News, though. That's a major paper in New York. I hate yeah, to say it, but they're they're pieces. Of, but these guys take those get papers seriously. It's all over TMZ. They oh, do. I don't right. understand how you guys didn't hear about it. It was literally all over the place. You, you know what I did hear about? What they were interviewing him, this Brazilian reporter, uh-huh. and he's like, like trying to make through like what she's saying, and yeah. she's asking him about all the gold medals, and then he goes, "Excuse me." National anthem. It was America's national anthem, and he yeah. stopped the interview huh? and and like looked up oh, at the flag. He's a very like, respectful guy. Oh, probably all his endorsements are probably oh, from yeah, the United of States. Course, of course, of course. I would do the same thing. But he's just a respectful guy. You can tell he's a gentleman, and uh, apparently he's a coxman too. Apparently he's a coxman. How let him be, be and let him be a coxman. Thank Wait, you. God worth, bless him for on, doing it. Come on. He, What's worth, wrong with that? How in this life? How in this life did it's become? Oh, politically incorrect to be a coxman. Well, coxmen were like what looked mean? up to back in the day. Yeah, where have now, you been, dude? Now you got to be gay. That's the difference. Oh. Yeah, but you're a coxman in a different way. If you're gay, you're still yes, a coxman. Yes, that's the new cool way. Hey, but, but <laughs> yeah. you can still be. A, you should still be allowed to be a coxman and and not get shit for it if you if you want to be straight. Too. I agree. You know, I don't get it. I don't get it. 
I'm here with you, pal. Hey, so what, they're, they're, Can we they... make the same standard for everybody, please? Can no. we make the same standard? It's no. all bullshit, really, because these liberals try to make the same standard for everybody, but it's actually not the same standard for everybody. What do we got? What do we got? What's going on over here? What, are you fixing my mic? Whoa. Whoa. Uh, was it pause? Pause. You, pause. Oh. Yeah. Oh. you just grabbed Let's his go. mic. Why yeah. do we do this every time? Like, I like... Because you don't know how to talk into the microphone. Right. I'm talking into it, Right into there, over there. It's a boom mic. Oh, whatever. You're a boom mic. I'm going to boom you, bro. Wow. Oh, oh. I know you weren't talking to me, right? <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. he was talking to yeah. me. <laughs> that was... All of a sudden, boom changed, changed yeah. meanings from a year that, ago. That would have just... You get boomed. You get boomed just ended up in the Daily News. We got a story brewing right here. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, Welcome to the world. Go ahead. The so, yeah. Dun, I mean, dun, dun. Usain Bolt. Uh, so, this guy, Owens. Go ahead. That's oh, how we Jesus started Christ. this. No, this guy was really good. We wound up on Vermouth. <laughs> that's Yowens. Such a feel-good story. To Hussein to Bolt. We were talking the, about how the Olympics, <laughs> the Olympics plays out political crap. Uh, right. Countries like that have rivalries, basically. <laughs> political rivalries. They do. So, yeah. Remember Rocky and Drago? Exactly. Right. Yeah. He trained really hard for that fight. He did. He did. Yeah. He did. <laughs> beat a guy on steroids. <laughs> uh, he looked like it. It was alleged. Alleged. Oh, speaking of steroids, you want to get back into the steroids? Are we, did we ever talk about Brock? No. No. Huh? We didn't. Yeah. Has there been an announcement that he's been banned from UFC? Brock Lesnar? Yeah. I mean, what, we needed him to fail a test and know he was on steroids? No, not necessarily, but he never yeah. failed a test before. I understand, but we needed him to fail. Because they, weren't, they weren't randomly tested either. And WWE's supposed to have a, a wellness policy, yeah, too. Okay. And they suspend people, too, for here and there. Yeah, They're yeah. not as big as they used to be, the wrestlers. A couple are still huge, but not as many. But... Uh, if anybody, if anybody actually needed to see a failed test from Brock Lesnar to know he was on steroids, you gotta hang yourself to it. Hang sure, yourself you're, worse, you're worse than a packed but, but, wait, but, but yeah. more. But the issue more is that they knew he failed and they still let him fight because they needed him on that card. Wait, and wait. The, Brock fought on the UFC card? On the two, you, 200. He, he, yeah. Because Connor didn't right? fight on there. And right. then John Jones fell he out. Fought Hunt? The guy Hunt? Yes. He beat him? Yes. Oh, beat, Mike beat him Hunt? Up. No, Mark. Oh. Mark. That's his, cu- his cousin. Oh. Yeah, his cousin Mark. Mark yeah. Hunt. I like Mike. Uh, I, I, I heard you did. Mike Hunt. Mike? <sighs> Mike Hunt. No. Mike Hunt. Ha- he's no. a Walter. He's a Walter Wade, right? Oh, no, dude. Hawks bigger, not, not oh. Hunt. Hawks bigger. Mike Hawks bigger. Than, your, <laughs> <laughs> than yours. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And we, di- and we digress. I never heard that <laughs> one. Really? Is that Mike? You say, Hawks bigger? <laughs> I can't even get it out. <laughs> that's, what, that's what she said. Hawks bigger. Oh, boy. <laughs> say yeah. it real Mike fast. Mike There you go. Say it real fast in unison. <laughs> so that's the All issue. Right. Not that he failed steroid tests, but that he let him fight. And uh, just because they needed him on the card, because he, he's a big draw. Well, all their stars are like ones in rehab, ones on steroids. Who gets knocked out? And yeah, the like, company still like, sold for like, four that, billion dollars. That's like top rank needing Manny Pacquiao on their cards too. Because, <laughs> well, you know, he was a big draw. <laughs> Ronda Rousey same, got her same. ass kicked. Conor McGregor lost. John Jones in rehab. Brock Lesnar's on steroids. So, um, how does the UFC look? Uh, John Jones has failed for steroids too, and his brother did it in football too. His brother's on K two. His brother, his brother was oh, really? right before the playoff game against the Colts. He was in the police station, oh. butt naked. Wait, what's his brother? John Jones. John Jones' brother is um, Mr. Uh, Jones. Uh, Todd Jones uh, from from the Patriots. Now he's on uh, Arizona. Really? Yeah. Oh. And the other one played for the Ravens. Hey, what a Jacoby Jones. Look, 
good genetics in that family. Jacoby huh? Jones. A good athlete. Arthur Jones. Arthur. I think Arthur. Oh, there's two brothers. And then Chandler yeah. Jones, too. Chandler Jones. That's a, not, J- not Jacoby. And John. The three brothers. Yeah. Well, I'm saying Look yeah. at that. Athletes. That's crazy. Chandler Jones is on Arizona. Chandler Jones is the one that was on New England, wasn't he? Yeah, All right, guys. Can okay. we get back to the yeah. point coming? Mean? Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Steroids yeah. are bad. Okay, let's right. move on. Steroids. Back to boxing. Bad. All right. So we're, we're doing that. So so that takes us to this UFC fight, these UFC fights. Well, somehow we made it to all the way to the, this weekend. Somehow. We made it. We pressed fast forward. So we got <laughs> the, Nate Diaz versus Conor McGregor. First of all, what about Glover Teixeira getting knocked out in like 10 <laughs> seconds <laughs> by uh, what was his name? Uh, Rumble Johnson. Man, Johnson. that was a bad one. Anthony Johnson. Man, hey. that was a bad one. Well, you saw the boxing setup. You see how he threw the, the, the left hook? It was it was basically a left hook right uppercut, but the left hook was like a the slap. slap. It, was like, it, was it was totally like it was total, a total decoy. Yeah. Total decoy, and it made Glover kind of duck down. He wanted to get underneath it and boom. It made Glover I mean, <laughs> feel like that's Glover. called that's your that's your legit boxing throwaway punch. You, so, know, you, uh, you, you 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 use a throwaway punch to get a, get the reaction you want, and so you can land the you shot use, you want to with all the force on it. Do you, you think use he, the little the little fish to get the big fish? Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you think as a fighter you think he planned that and like he, yeah. he saw it in tape watching this guy? Well, I don't know if something that simple you see a tape it t- that's something like that you just try it it tends to work on a lot that's of guys your, that's your arsenal that's yeah. how you set like, up that's, your that's a small trap that's not a, like a legitimate trap where you say you know what this will work on this guy see a certain thing on this guy you know that's that's like a that's like a basic. very common trap that's a basic trap you just use it's you know there, there are your basic traps in boxing where you just use you throw them out at, at everybody and you know some of them might stick some of them might not so that that's a pretty basic trap the throwaway left hook and the straight right hand behind it or the throwaway left hook and the uppercut behind it depending on what reaction you're looking to get um, he obviously was looking for the uppercut and he got it he got the reaction on the throwaway left hook which was actually you can tell it's actually a throwaway left hook because he doesn't even close his hand it's a slap yeah. you know so he's looking for the, he's just winding up from the side and he's, he's just looking for that reaction and he gets the reaction and then he can put all the weight on the elbow cup but anyway remember Mickey shot. Ward Mickey Ward used to do that with his left uh, left hook to the body remember yeah. he used to touch up top yeah but that was a different kind of throwaway yeah he, right. used to, he, he used just, to just, he touch just you. wanted you to pick yeah. your hand up yep yeah, he used and to touch you. Was to share, is this the fight where he, he thought he, he didn't know he's knocked out and started tackling well, the ref? He was tackling he almost the ref. The ref. So, then he almost and, got and the submitted bouncer. by the ref. <laughs> yeah. You imagine the ref would have submitted oh, him? Oh, that would have been mint. Who would have called the fight, though? <laughs> like, if you called the fight, the, the fight's over. You, yeah, at one point, you have to stop the submission. Somebody has to tell you the fight's over. He got tapped. Yeah. Um, Michael Rappaport did a video on that. He's, he he talked over the, the footage. It was so funny. He's like, he's like, what are you doing? You dumb motherfucker! The fight's over. Look you this guy, dumb, you lost. dumb fuck you. You saw it? No, because yeah. well, you know he's not conscious. That but it was bad. it was funny though. <laughs> it is. It was but you funny. see that a lot. You see guys not even in boxing. You see guys on the ground throwing punches. Remember yeah. was that Vincent Petway yeah. against uh, Pe- Pedalton? Uh, oh, was it Freddie Pedalton? Frankie Pedalton versus Freddie Pendleton. Freddie Pendleton versus. The guy that uh, Buddy fought. I feel like Simon Brown Simon was Vincent Petway. Oh, was it Freddie Brown? Oh, okay. no, I thought I was talking the about The best was, you guys remember, uh, Marlon Starling got knocked down on HBO. Yeah. Who knocked him out? Was it Donald Curry? Yeah. Donald and he Curry. got up the interview. He was like, yeah, he got knocked out. He's like, who got knocked out? I didn't get yeah. knocked out. What are you talking about? It was yeah. great. You're like, oh, wow. That's Stop like, making shit up. That's yeah. like uh, Nonito Donaire, the, f- the first fight he had with... Um, 
Darchinian. Darchinian. <laughs> I was not knocked out. I was <laughs> not knocked out. I was not knocked out. He was like, made the ref stop ah. the fight. Dude, you were out cold. <laughs> you broke You broke your nose on the canvas. That's how hard you fell face Did first. He? Oh, absolutely. Oh, wow. His nose was sideways. I was not knocked out. It was a good shot, but I'm okay. You're okay <laughs> now. Yes. Yeah, 12 minutes later, you're okay. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, it, it, it happened. So I felt, I felt for Glover Teixeira. He's catching this abuse, you know? Because I'm sure he was ready for a good fight. Sometimes it just happens. Why you know? is his name Glover? Well, that's a good question. You know, I'm assuming maybe it's a pretty common name in Brazil. Glover. They you like know? they like Danny Glover. Well, they, or they, maybe the parents like Danny Glover. It's yeah. like the kid who plays college basketball. And, and Mark Teixeira. No, no, it's like the kid. No, no. It's like the kid who plays college basketball. Who's he plays for the Kansas Jayhawks? His last name's Ellis. His parents named him Perry. Oh wow, Perry Ellis. No, that's even. <laughs> I got one better for you, Perry. Nobody wears Perry Ellis anymore. You know when they wore Perry Ellis about twenty born. years ago. So <laughs> how old is Perry Ellis? About twenty years old. <laughs> so for me, his parents are actually retarded. Like because like if my if my last name's Hillfigure, I'm not naming my kid Tommy. Or if my last name's Kanai, I'm not even naming my name my Carl? kid Carl. You know what I'm saying? With is a K. It, or if my last name's Versace, I'm not naming my kid Gianni. Gianni. You know what I'm saying? Like. I'm just not going to do it. This, this is not going to do it. I got better names I can come up with. I just, I just don't need to name my kid after a, a clothing brand. Well, there's a singer named Philip Phillips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you see, that's a retarded parent, too, because <laughs> if your name is last name is Phillips, why would you name Phillips your kid Phillips? The, the last I, thing I, got, on your I mind. got one that's going to hit closer to home. The kid, the guy that beat Gennady Golovkin in the gold medal match in 2004, you know his name? The guy that beat Gennady Golovkin in the Olympic final in 04. Guider Beck, Guider Beckoff. Oh, wow. All right? If my last name is Gatterbeckov, I'm not naming my kid Gatterbeck. I'm just not going to do it. Right. I'm going to name him Vasily. I'm going to name him Sergey. Evgeny. Alexei. I'm going to name him. There's a lot of nice Russian names I can name Sasha. my kid. I don't need to name him the same thing as my last name, except mine is Vyalf. I, don't, I just don't need to do that. Right. I'm just going to figure that one out. But. Oh, there's a show on HBO called The Night Of. It's on now. What? Great show. I'm Great. caught up, bro. The show's sick. Great. I'm trying but, to get this idiot to but, watch it. But what's the, what's one of the characters in the show? His name's Dwayne Reed. They yeah, actually make yeah. Dwayne Reed. Yeah. No, they make they actually like, pharmacy, the cops the are like, oh yeah, really nice try. No, it's like, like no, really. His, his name, name is Dwayne Reed. <laughs> imagine, <laughs> you imagine if you listen. How good Reed? is that show? Anybody who hasn't watched awesome if you have HBO, show. The Night of is awesome. Oh, the one with John Turturro. Turturro. Yes. Shout out to Turturro. Those guys are great actors, man. I think the whole family's in it. I haven't seen Nick in it yet, but the sisters in it. John is the lawyer. Oh yeah, she, the sister was in uh, Sopranos. Sopranos. Yeah, yeah. Wow, the whole she family was of actors. Sister. Yeah. yeah, no, but she was in the she's in the night of already. Yeah, when um, remember when John Turturro went downtown to go, um, look for spoiler alert information. Yeah, from the guy, and he was like, "Give me the a first guy bucks. and the second guy." Yeah. And oh yeah, she worked at the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's at the rehab. Right? Yep, yep. I got you. Boom. Okay, don't spoil it. That's yeah, it. So her her career's really hit a, bo a bottom. Oh, I'd send you the Sopranos, I guess. You know, I'm just uh, kidding. She's fine. You get, get some work. You know, so you hang out with your brother. When Nick comes in here, he's gonna fuck you up for saying that. Whatever. Bring it on. Nick to talk. I'm a Jew. I'll sue. <laughs> yeah, but Nick is a talent like us, bro. We're gonna, you know, if, if I'll if, sue. You'll sue. <laughs> sue everybody. Touch me and I'll yeah. sue. Touch me, I'll sue. Come on, pug. Sue me for what? <laughs> Come on, pug. Come on, pug. Yeah. He calls him pug. Pug. Come on, pug. You know, anyway. Pug. He said, are you tired of reaching in your pocket and only feeling your leg? <laughs> <laughs> he, did, he did say that. <laughs> Balboa. Balboa. Take a listen, Miss Balboa. You must hear it. I'm sure you're able to hear it. She's like, what's that, Mr. King? Mr. Mr. Washington. 
the uh, sounds of opportunity knocking. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was the best. He did. He, I'll see him again, man. I didn't see uh, that guy again. That guy was great. He was a legitimate like Don King uh, impersonator, right. right? All right, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back. What are you trying to say? And we're gonna talk about uh, we're gonna Slim talk Jim. about the Errol Spence fight. Right? Oh yeah. Uh, well, we actually got to talk about the McGregor Nate Diaz fact. We actually didn't even talk we didn't about get, it. We, were we got still it to the undercard. But we we gotta like be more organized. We're just not we're just not organized. That's probably oh, whoa, why. Whoa, whoa, we're good. We're good. We just gotta like this. They like it. I understand. But we gotta. We, yeah. I don't want to confuse my listeners, guys. I, you know what? You know <laughs> what it is? Confuse. You're not in the studio enough. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. No, I know. Bro, I'm going back to Europe. Wait till you. I got the bombshell what? for you guys. Yeah. Oh, Wait till you hear this one. You think I'm? You think I'm staying here? Where you guys can have Hillary preside over you? <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, we'll be back after this break. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play. Dot it. All right, we're back for uh, the next part of the. Point zero episode, right? Is that yeah, what we're calling point it? Zero. Point zero. Boom. So we got a. Right, let's go to the moment to the main event. We had Dixera and we we had Rumble Johnson. We talked about that knockout. What about the main event? What did you think going in, Pete? Honestly, uh, going in, I thought Nate was going to beat him even even worse this time because he had a full camp. Yeah, he was on eleven days notice, and he got to be honest. Did. Me and Pete were like backwards locksmiths on Saturday. We both threw in some De Niro on uh, Monopoly. De Niro. We don't. We don't. We don't. We don't. Uh, we don't tell you to. We don't aid in a bet gambling. Over <laughs> it's here illegal, right? Yeah, right. Monopoly, di- Monopoly, DraftKings isn't. Woo! Monopoly, Dinero. We're it's back. back. I didn't even know that. What a way Fuck you, Eric we, Schneiderman. Why don't, why don't we get that back? By the way, suck a big yeah, loaf. What? Why don't we get that back? Well, Schneiderman, Schneiderman got boomed. I don't know what happened. Governor Cuomo we're signed back. off on it. We're really? back. FanDuel, DraftKings, we're in. Fantasy sports Seth, where daily. Where the fuck are you been, bro? You know, so he's I watched from Jersey. Ju- I watched Nuke Jr. and shit. No, but he's Usain from Jersey. Bolt. That was yeah, never. You didn't know. Now you didn't know. Kids, you didn't even bold. know the guy Owens. Paulie, when do you'll see? You'll understand. But bro, okay. why don't we get those guys back on Who? to sponsor the show? That's a good idea. DraftKings. Why don't we yeah. do it? All right, I'll tell All right. So anyway, so before I was rudely interrupted by Peter Cards, what did you guys think? What did you guys think? We were like backwards locksmiths, me and you. We both thought Nate Diaz was gonna win. Seth, did you think Nate Diaz was gonna win? Oh, Pete was talking me into it. Yeah, well, I thought so too, but I got to be honest with you. you, gotta give you McGregor's a great fighter, right? And he had a lot of time to He's prepare. A great little make, man. Yeah. I didn't think it would be enough, but I got to be honest. When I saw the fight, this is how a little man wins fights, and I saw him starting to deaden the pace because that's how a little man wins fights against bigger guys. He has to deaden the pace and avoid exchanges. And he was doing like I, I saw the scene with these front kicks, the front. and they were slowing the pace down, and I was like, wow. This guy's really got it together. He's got a legitimate game plan, and he's like he's actually enforcing it nicely. And even at the end, he he killed Nate Diaz's leg so bad that Nate couldn't really and couldn't really put enough weight on the takedown on the leg, you know, to to kind of do the takedown at the end. And also kick. Nate, and also uh, also McGregor at the, a, a lot of times against the rope against the fence, he was just not doing anything. It was like just killing time. You know what I mean? Looking so, at the clock. Yeah, looking at the clock, killing time. Which again, clock management. You got to dead in the pace against the big guy. You can't. You can't afford a fast pace against the big guy because you know he. It, God forbid you need to rest. You cannot rest on the big guy. You know what I mean? So, so very very intelligent uh, fight by uh, by um, Conor McGregor. Uh, showing me, you know, obviously you can't be on steroids when you're in UFC because you started testing all year round. But you know, not that I needed to know. Not you can't be on steroids. You can't you can't? Oh right, because Brock yeah. did get caught, but he still got he was allowed to fight. Yeah, though. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I guess yeah. <laughs> well, you get caught at least. At least yeah. we know if you're on it. So you know what? 
but what I'm saying is watching the fight, I, I wouldn't have even suspected him even if there was no testing because the way he was manipulating the pace of the fight, slowing it down, that's how a little man has to win. And another know, tactical Manny Pacquiao point. could take a, lo- a lot of lessons from Conor McGregor. You know what I mean? If, if you, you don't want to look suspicious when you're not getting tested, hey, man, you know. Just, it's strategic. Learn how, learn how to fight with the fucking pace load. Maybe, you, maybe we won't know what the fuck you're doing half the time. From a tactical standpoint, also, the front kicks were not just regular front kicks because usually you do that with your lead foot. Mm-hmm. These were lefty on lefty. These were lefty kicks from McGregor to his to Nate's uh, front leg. Yeah. His right leg. Yeah. So those actually, those really add up. Did you guys think McGregor having won the fight? Having said all that, having yes, said all that, the, the fight. fight was very close. He won the fight. Having, yeah, I thought he won the fight, too. Having said all that, the, the swing round was round two, though. So swing round, the swing round was round two because uh, McGregor had a good early part of the round and, and Nate closed the round. He dropped Nate twice. Good. Yeah, but Nate Came closed the round very good. So it was uh that was kind of the swing round where if you had a three two the other way we probably you probably gave Nate that round but I mean it was one of the I, best I thought, uh, five round fights I, yeah, you guys I have thought, ever seen I thought it was a very well executed game plan but again it goes to show you how difficult it is to beat a bigger guy clean regardless of how well he executed the game plan it was still very tough still very close and that's why I give Conor uh, Conor McGregor a ton of credit because he actually did it he did it the right way he did it the clean way and it's very very difficult to do it that way not like these boxing animals that are just disrespecting weight classes left and right with no drug testing. Well, like, I told you, going on. like I told you also. Fucking zoo. When zoo you, animals. When you actually... Miserables. You're so <laughs> used to dominating <laughs> everyone, you dominate in this sick fashion where you're crushing people. You then, you, then you get crushed by this big guy. To actually have the balls to go back at the same weight class in there with the same guy that mm-hmm. fucking crushed your, your, your uh, progression and your, you know, your steamroll ahead... Momentum, give, momentum. I, momentum, that's right. Momentum word. Mo, yeah. um, but old Mo made a U-turn in the rematch. That's right. I he give did. him a lot of credit. Honestly, I give I give Connor shit a lot, but yeah, I give him a lot of credit. A, a, a lot of credit. It's tough. And they're going to fight again at 55, I heard. Well, uh, well what, Dana White said no. Oh, Dana White said I'm done with this. Dana White said yeah, I'm done with this. They don't want to make like, any money. Like Nate, says, like Nate says, they don't want me in this shit. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Nate's not great. surprised, motherfuckers. He is great. And you know what? In New York, we don't get any cholos. You know, we right. like to say cholos. Are you guys gonna go? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, because you, you know, say everything. I feel else. like everything. I feel like everything is politically correct now. You can even call people cholos, but we, we actually like canceled. cholo. We enjoy cholos here on, on the East Coast because we don't get them over here. So like, I feel like I don't ever get them. So when I when I see Nate Diaz, I, I feel like I'm in Cali for a second. Right. I get to see a couple of cholos. You know, like I think it's the coolest thing. I, I love his attitude. I love his I don't give a shit attitude. He just goes with it, man. He just goes. His knees bleeding, and he's getting. He's amping the crowd up. Let's go. Let's do it. Then he yells about. Uh, he starts ranting in his post fight interview about this and that about how they don't want him in the UFC and they don't want him to be uh, one brother, of the stars. His brother's and his the brother's best, the best fighter, fighter in the world. He just wishes they let him in the building, which was just <laughs> uh, just classic. <laughs> the way he said that, I almost started crying laughing. He goes, he, "He's the best fighter in the world. I just wish they let him in the building. <laughs> they wouldn't let Nick Diaz in the building." So apparently, you're allowed to do steroids. You're allowed to do coke, but if you smoke any weed, you're banned. Yeah. Well, weed is very dangerous. The hypocrisy. <laughs> what about uh, UFC's coming to the garden? You guys going to go? Yeah, they, I just saw the thing, too. They said Ronda Rousey's going to make her return on that card. No, I heard huh? she's not now. Now she's not. Wait a minute. What's going on over here? I thought I was the one who didn't know anything. I saw the bottom line on ESPN like two nights ago. Would they, re- would they take it back the next day? I think so. I think it was a rumor. It was a rumor. I'll really? tell you right now. Do, do. You have to wait for me, you guys. Keep talking. <laughs> do, oh. talk, talk amongst yourselves. Whatever. Whatever. You know what? Boom. I'm aggravated. Boom. You're aggravated? What's the matter? 
Mm-hmm. You want to you stop this UFC what talk? No, not at all. I don't have a problem with UFC talk. No, I'm saying we can, we can move on no, to the boxing. What's going on? Well, is she fighting old. or not? Come on, dude. Uh, that's a big. That's a big. That's big news, dude. Whether she's fighting or not on that card, I'm working on that's, it. That's, that's big it's, news. I mean, people. It's you, big news that they're even having it at the garden. I mean, well, yeah, because yeah. about New York had a, New York had a let, uh, let him fight. <clears throat> was Eric Schneiderman bed. involved with that too? Was that Pro- why they were blocked? Probably. Probably. This is Attorney General. What a jerk off! What a dickhead! Fucking animal. Anyway, okay, so. That that's our that's, that wraps up the UFC talk. So we we go on to Sunday. Errol Spence against Leonard Bundu. Why? Wow. Uh, will not what? fight UFC two hundred five in New York. Return talks ongoing. All right. Yes. Return talks ongoing. Boom. She probably making more movies. We can't blame her. Yeah. Okay. So we're we're off and to su- Sunday rolls along. The amphitheater and they have the amphitheater fights in Coney Island. Fights in Coney Island, like a legitimate national TV card in Coney Island. I don't think there's been a national TV card in Coney Island since the card I made my pro debut on in two thousand one. Well, we fought at uh, Key Span Park. Now it's called MCU Park in Coney Island. So this time they had this amphitheater, which they just built. Earl Spence versus Leonard Bundo. First of all, first of all, for anybody talking shit about PBC, the the show got 4.6 rating. A 4.6 rating is like six million viewers, from what I heard. Six point three million. I've never even heard of such a high rating in boxing in my entire life. I mean, it's been 18 years. They said. Has it? Mm-hmm. 18. It, who the hell got got that 18 years ago? I mean, I was already boxing 18 years ago. I don't remember ever hmm. seeing the rating this high. Who got that rating? I don't know. You didn't see the, the thing that Lime Satterfield sent us? 18 years? No, I didn't get to read it. So uh, I'm, I'm busy during the day. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like yeah, that. Read I, I'll read Daily News, my, I, I, I'll read it. I'll read, no, Daily News, the cover I saw. I didn't read the article. Uh-huh. Like, I, I told you, I'll never buy that paper if, if, if they, they pay me to buy it. You know what? I usually buy it. I'm not buying it anymore. Boycott those motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. What, you just realized it now that you got a boycott? <laughs> no, but I just always, I always bought it. Ever since I was young, I always bought Daily News. Bro, I won, what about, how do you think I feel, bro? I won the Daily News Golden Gloves. You want to give it in back? In the amateurs. The Daily Golden Gloves was sponsored by the Daily News. I think they might still be. I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not giving them back. No, they can. Right. But, but you know, how do you think I feel? Sure. Record PBC Betrayed. ratings. Record PBC ratings. Who was the last show they got that rating? 18 years ago? I don't, there was no way. There was a show 18 years ago that got that rating. I've never even heard of a sh- boxing event that get that, got that kind of rating. Uh, I'm going to try to find it out. Unless it was you. like Rocky vs. Drago. Maybe it was the movie or something. Uh, Could have been. Yeah. Could have been. Could have been. Anyway. Okay. So. Let's talk about the fight. <laughs> yeah, we talk about the fight. Going in. Going in, I felt like Bundu was a, a very tough character to deal with. Uh, you know, very awkward. Switch, switch his stances. Can be very dirty at times. A uh, guy that used his head has been... <laughs> Has been known to have a, some clashes of heads in his fights and some technical draws on his record. Uh, some accidental clashes of heads and cuts have been opened up in his fights. So I, uh, I it was you know I was uh, thinking that maybe Errol would be tested in different ways. I, I always felt Errol was the more talented guy, but a guy who's this rugged as Bundu can sometimes throw you off a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Can sometimes throw you off a little bit. And so uh, I was curious to see how psychologically Bundu would. Uh, Errol would be affected by the style of Bundu because sometimes if you psychologically become frustrated in a fight like that against a guy who is this kind of has that this kind of herky jerky style switches stances and fouls, though that frustration turns into making mistakes and the making mistakes and sometimes turn into getting hit with shots you shouldn't get hit with, and getting hit with shots you shouldn't get hit with can turn into losing a fight even getting knocked out. So I was curious to see where the frustration Bundu can build in the opponent. Uh, and his opponent w- was going to bring Errol to. And honestly, I have to say Errol handled it like a real mature, like a real mature 
surgeon, dude. He was like a surgeon, a calculated performance by Earl Spence. I mean, never uh, never been in the jab, first of all. Uh, keep it simple with the jab, a southpaw jab. Uh, very accurate with it. And started sending up. And, you know, early on he wasn't landing very clean, but he was, you know, trying to control the pace with the jab. He was getting hit a little bit. You know, uh, Leonard's a live guy. Leonard's not an easy guy to deal with for anybody in the world, you know. I actually feel for Leonard because there's only two opportunities in America of coming against Thurman and Spence. And so, you know, you, you, you're getting the best of the best at welterweight, you know. Uh, I think I think Leonard could probably give a lot of guys problems if he wasn't fighting the top two welters in America, you know. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, Errol got a knockout. Got the Errol scored the knockout that Thurman couldn't score. He scored it in devastating fashion uh, after setting up, setting himself up round after round, keeping patient, starting to hone in on the on the hone in his radar on the target, hone in on the target. And finally, just you know, started hurting Leonard, and uh, he got him out of there. It was an impressive, an impressive performance, an impressive knockout, and uh, the most people, as far as I remember, the most people I've ever see, heard of getting uh, watching and a boxing event in this country watched it. So Errol Spence, legitimate stardom on Sunday for it's sure. A big splash in the pool. A big splash in the pool. Leonard Leonard was taking some good shots early on, and and I was like, I think it was the fourth round, and I was like. I want to see what he's like in the next two rounds, and it happened to be that the sixth round is when he got. Well, Errol when also Lee Harvey Oswald came came into the building. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I mean, you got to also understand Errol landed some pretty good body shots. I mean, Errol. They both did. Sometimes, yeah, because Leonard's a good body puncher too. But Errol's body attack is very underrated because he's such a hard puncher to the head. People don't realize he's he's actually demolishes you to the body, breaks you down, and and the herky jerky. Ness, if that's even a word, herky jerkiness, of Leonard was kind of decreasing as those last couple of rounds came because the fatigue. You know, being a herky jerky fighter, you need you need you kind of need energy. You know what I'm saying? Like you need the energy to give that head movement to give those ch- changes in, of stance and whatnot. And it started to slow down, and I felt like that was also the body punches of Errol starting to do their damage. And as the herky jerkiness slowed down. Errol was even more accurate with his jab, and from there, he started to become more accurate with the straight left hand, which I noticed, and you noticed uh, Leonard's eye, right eye started swelling, and then from there, obviously, the end came not long after. So, uh, again, a very calculated performance of Errol Spence. The ref he, called it he a bu- slip. He the built first it up. One. Yeah, the first one was a slip, but it wasn't a slip because he was <laughs> yeah, That was hurt. an uppercut that ended the fight. <laughs> yeah, but um, Leonard never stopped trying, even after no, he got course. up from that oh, he slip, started slash throwing, he started throwing bombs. He's like, you know, he wasn't ready to call it a night. Leonard Bundu, a lot of character, man. You know, Absolutely. you... you you a lot. Some of this stuff it 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 gets lost in the translation because you you start seeing the knockout and you say, oh man, oh what a what a highlight or whatever. But you know it takes a lot of character to try to grind it out against a guy like Earl Spence and uh, still be suffering taking those kind of shots and still be trying to win nonetheless. And, and, and literally, Blender Bunda tried to win to the moment he got knocked out. He was trying to win the fight, and, and, not and to that's mention, character. He's forty one years old. Yep. Yeah, that's character. You yeah. know. So he's fighting this kid who's like how old? So yep. Fifteen years younger than him. Twenty six years old. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. 26 is just your prime age, man. Yeah. I won my first world title at 26. It's, it's just your prime age, man. You just feel your best, you know. Uh, Errol's uh, got a bright future. You know, Kel Brook, I saw on Boxing Scene, said that he will be back at welterweight to fight Errol Spence. Wow. I would love to see it. I would love to see it. You know, and I, I never say never because I didn't think Jamal Charlo would stay at junior middleweight to fight uh, Julian Williams. Uh, and apparently they're fighting pretty soon, you know. And I thought that was a a, a very awesome sleeper fight, you know, uh, between two really good junior middleweights. So we're gonna finish uh, the year Julian, strong because Julian Williams is the number one contender for Jamal Charlo, and I'm hearing that fight's gonna get made. So if Brooks says he's not gonna leave till he fights Spence, I mean, 
I think that's awesome. He, that, here's the thing, though. I mean, you got to see what he's got left after Golovkin. Because, I mean, if he wins, obviously, I don't think he, he, vacates, he vacates the middleweight title. And if he loses, you got to see how he loses. Because, you know, if you get devastated like that, the last thing you want to do is go in against another devastating guy right after. That's well, called ruining your fighter if you do that back to back. Well, know? let's talk about that. If, if You know, I know Brooks a big underdog, but if he does win, what does he fight? Canelo? Instead of Triple G? He's damn skimpy. He fights yeah. Canelo. Canelo even said it. I'll fight him if he beats uh, Golovkin, which is more putting your foot. Both these guys love putting their foot in their feet in their mouth. So you'd fight. You wouldn't fight Golovkin, but you'd fight the guy that beats him. Right. Because he's small. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty wild. And Golovkin, nice. same thing. He won't fight uh, any. He won't fight Andre Ward, but he'll go up to super middleweight. You know. So Do you think it's the fighter? These guys all keep on their foot and feet in their mouth, and in the end of the day, they, neither of them will fight each other, which is what and ultimately what everybody wants to see. I mean, granted, Canelo's got to be the one to make that decision. Unfortunately, what it takes is it's going to take somebody to die or get really hurt before people start taking the fucking these uh, random uh, catch weight fights and yeah. and you know. Well, oh. I gotta. I, mean, I, think, I, think, I think what it's gotta take is a re around the random drug testing like the UFC does, and you'll just stop seeing guys jumping weights like like they're crossing the street. First of all, I just think that's that it's gotten way blown out of proportion in the last ten, fifteen years. It was always something that was done by really special fighters. Even to go up one or two weight classes was done by really special fighters. Now guys are jumping two weight classes in one night. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or, or or staying going up one weight class, staying for like a fight, and then going up another weight class right after. You know what I'm saying? It's just. It's just things that were very, very, very rare back in the day. Very, very, very rare. And now they're not. Well, we just talking about Hall of Famers that would do that. You know, like the Durans and Leonards and, and Hearns yeah, and guys I like mean, that. But now it's like even, a select few. Now it, now it's like a lot more common. A little too common. But even that, I mean, it's just... even even. Like, even Leonard, I mean, he, he didn't go up to middleweight from Walter right away. And I'm, that's not to say because Kel Brook, honestly, is a big Walter. I honestly believe that if the welterweight division, if the Wayans weren't the day of the fight. here, I, I actually said this to a friend of mine recently. I you said, said this on here, too. Once. What? Oh, go ahead. If the no, Wayans, if, if the Wayans the were the same day, Kel would be a 154-pounder. He wouldn't be a 145. No, I'll give you one better. Because 60 years ago, <clears> when the greats, when those old-time greats were fighting, junior middleweight didn't exist. Right. So Kel would actually be a 160-pounder right, right, right. if if the Wayans were the day of the fight. Because I don't think he'd be able to make Walter weight the day of the fight mm -hmm. and still have energy to fight. And 154 didn't exist in the 50s and 40s. So back in the heyday where everybody and their mothers watched boxing, Kel might be a middleweight. Which, if you look at the physical status, the physical features of those middleweights back in the day, Ray Robinson, Randy Turpin, mm -hmm. um... um uh, uh, Gene Fulmer. Gene Fulmer. Yeah, you know. Basilio. Yeah, you know. <coughs> Brooks' body type, body physique, probably matches up very well against them. You know, with them. You know, I don't. I, I'd see. I'd see Brooke looks like a, a, a '50s middleweight. I'd say Brooke does look like a '50s middleweight. I don't know if Golovkin will be able to make 160 and still fight the same night. I don't know. He might be. I mean, I don't think he has as much trouble making 160 as. Brooke has Megan 147, so in the end, in the 40s and 50s, you might have still had this fight. Who knows? You know, maybe we're all making a big to-do out of nothing, you know? I mean, we'll find out September 10th. I want to announce that I'm coming to a, an agreement where I, I'm probably going to end up working that show, you know? so That's, that's awesome. Uh, that's awesome. Are uh, you, you in the UK? The O2 yeah, Arena. Yeah, in the UK, the O2 Arena, my old stomping grounds. London. Where I love the freaking O2 Arena. I just love being in fights in England in general. You know what? The fight could suck, and they'd still, like, make it awesome. Like, that's how great those fans are. The fight could... Like, you give me a shitty fight, you give it to me in the O2 Arena... I feel like I'm not watching a shitty fight anymore. That's how great those fans are. Like they're drunk. They're, forget, I don't know what they are, bro, but they're loud. <laughs> they're singing. They're chanting. And I'm just looking at the fighters in the ring like, must be awesome to be you guys right now. Like, seriously, it must be really feel awesome to be you guys right now. This arena is just going crazy while you're fighting. It's just, I love it. You know, like, it's just, it's just I don't know. So I'm, I'm excited because not only is it a, an awesome fight, 
you know, I, I, it's it's also a fight where it's at the O2 Arena where the crowd is just going to be booming, booming. And uh, that was where my announcement was going to come next, being that I'm going to work the O2 Arena. I'm going to go back to Italy after the show. What? Yeah. yeah. What? What is it? Yeah. What? Yeah. For for how yeah, long? Yeah, Showtime's not giving me any dates in September, bro. What are you gonna give me break? I came back. I thought it was gonna work. Otherwise, I would have stayed in it. You think? I, you think I really wanted to come back? You do you really think I wanted to leave Sicily? You're hurting our feelings. I was on the beach every day, hanging out, chilling. Like, do you really think I wanted to come back to this? You so, really think so? so? What's wrong with this? Really? You? This uh, is home. Hillary Clinton uh, on the t- on my television set every day. The news come. Uh, you? Uh, we'll save that for the rain theme for uh, the rain show, right, please. Right. We'll save that for the rain. What show. other fights we got coming up? That you're excited about? Fights coming up? Excited? Well, first of all, we just talked about one: Golovkin yeah. and Brooke. I'm I'm psyched for that whole card in general. Um, what else we got going on? Can we hear you in the U.S. doing that fight? We can't, right? There's you might have to like take the sky feed. <laughs> The uh, sky feed and uh, uh, steal it online. Danny yeah. Jacobs fighting Sergio. Moore yeah, the night before. Uh, Danny Jacobs, and you know what? There's a nice fight on that card. I, I got Kermit Cintron. Forget about Kermit Cintron, okay. Joe. I got I got one better for you. Robert Easter's fighting uh, yes. Richard Comney, who's also yes. undefeated. Eric Comney. I don't. Know, I'm sorry. Excuse me if I'm saying the guy's first name wrong, but Comney, and he's a undefeated guy, an African guy, undefeated. Who's from the way he's talking, he's really hungry. Like, you know, he's overcome a lot. He's saying, you know, he's, he's ready for this world title. I mean, he's got a, a tough fight in front of him. Robert Easter is a beast, dude. Bunny. You know? Yeah, Robert Easter can fight his ass off. So, you know, they literally call him Bunny. So, they, they got, so that's a... So, that's a... For me, that I'm excited about that fight. I don't know too much about comedy or comedy, but I'll say what, he's undefeated, so he's going to come with that legit hunger to, to stay undefeated and win the world title. And, of course, Easter, we've seen him fight Easter many times. Easter came off a really impressive win. Yeah. He's just talented. You know what we were talking about? Mikey Garcia being the best lightweight in the world. I gotta, I gotta tell you, man. Robert Easter, Mikey Garcia in like a year, if they both stay lightweight, that 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 it's might be fight. that might be dynamite. I, I want to see Robert be able to go a little bit, a tough ten rounds, like you know, get pushed a little bit in a, in a tough ten or twelve rounds. Because right now, Robert, we haven't seen his character, how to dig down his character. But as far as talent is concerned, Easter Bunny is 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 head and shoulders above most of the guys in boxing in general. As far as talent is concerned, I want to see if his character gets pushed a little bit, if he can hang in there and and uh, and uh, really handle himself. Um, and if he can, I mean, I think he's. I mean, I think he's ready for a Mikey Garcia that's fight. That's a big fight. And that's a terrific fight. I mean, that's one of the better fights you can make in boxing. Even style wise, a good clash that's of styles. Floyd, Floyd versus AB again. It is right. Yeah. Why he's with Floyd? Mikey Garcia is. Minka, that's right. What's wow. up with uh? What's up for Mikey's next fight? Do you guys know? No, I mean, I see it on shot, right? I heard he was going to fight Flanagan, but isn't Flanagan fighting somebody else now for the WBO lightweight title? I see who's, he's who's, in the gym. Who's the other champ? Flanagan was the one he was going to fight. He, oh, he was mentioning uh, the fight. WBO lightweight champion. Is that Tinnican? What's his name? Latichinen, yeah, WBC champion. That's what they're f- making? I think he might fight him, yeah. Wow, that's not a bad fight. I mean, I don't you know. Latichinen was... Is, he said uh, may get a shot at his title. You see, Latichinen is the guy who worked his fight in Verona. Um, he beat the... Yeah, he beat the him. last minute. Yeah, he beat the last minute replacement. But he's pretty... He's a pretty rough dude. He's got a win over Ivan Redcatch uh, and a couple other decent fighters. Hey, he's a, he's not a bad fighter. Not a bad... That's a, it's a nice little fight. Mike Garcia is teaching his nice little fight. Can we get some of these fights on Showtime? Because Showtime's really right. Like, so Tevin Farmer is lightweight. Tevin Farmer is a lightweight, but he wants to be a super featherweight. He's going back. He only came up for the opportunity. So I was that card say, you could throw him in the mix with those guys. That card on seven thirty actually had a couple of guys who didn't belong at the weight they fought at. They belong at one thirty. Tevin Farmer is one of them. Elio Rojas is the other guy. Tell you put Elio Rojas at one thirty, the dude is doing some damage. You put Tevin Farmer at one thirty, he's doing even more damage than he did at lightweight. Um, and of course, there's other 130 pounds already in the mix there. There's Orlando Salido, there's Takashi Miura, there's Francisco Vargas. You know, um, there's uh, 
And you know what? For all you guys that don't understand, this is Rod Salka, too. If you go look at his record since the Lenny Garcia loss, he's, all, he's actually gotten a couple of good wins. He beat a former Cuban amateur world champion. He's back at 130. Yeah. Well, that's what he wants to fight at if he gets fights. It's just Salka, there's, there's, a, there's a stigmatism about Salka's name because people don't know shit about boxing. They don't like look at Salka and they, 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 they look at him like the, the, the uh, quintessential opponent. Rod Salka at 30, at 130, is actually a good fighter, bro. I saw him get robbed myself against Rigoberto Alvarez. The guy won eight rounds out of 10 and got robbed in Texas, okay, against Rigoberto Alvarez. After the Garcia fight he comes back and beats Montemeza Clay who's not right. a bad fighter was a local rivalry because they're both from Pittsburgh he beats him and that guy's about 31 and 4 the guy was a decent amateur when I in my generation beats him and then he beats uh, the, this former Cuban amateur world champion as well uh, the guy he just lost to Omar Douglas on Fox Sports 1 what's his name uh, man uh, Alize Alize uh, anyway, whatever. Just check Salka's record. Anyway, he's he's a he's a good fighter at that weight, man. So if if he's given an opportunity at the correct weight, you know, you throw him in the mix. He's got an awkward awkward style, good boxer, and you, and you can you can mix and match a lot of those names. One thirty is a pretty good good weight class, man. Isn't Abner coming up to one thirty as well, or no? Abner Modest? no. Nicholas Walters at one thirty, right? He went up, right? Oh, guys, we forgot something. Who? What about a uh, big baby heavyweight? Oh, yeah. Was it last past weekend? That was the last weekend. No, yeah. We're going to get into that, too. All right. All right. So we're going to go off we're the gonna 130 get, We're going to get Big Baby on the show, too. He's oh, a good friend we of ours. We can't fit him in here. He'll fit. Right. I'll tell you what, he keeps gaining weight before fights. We got to get him before he keeps gaining all that weight. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We I'll his hips to get him through the door. Yeah. We'll get him he back. had a good win, right? That was a nice oh. win over our friend Kasi. <clears throat> Absolutely. I think Kasi just uh, was finding his way out. Kasi uh, may have. But the fact that you the forced Kasi to fight his way out even is, is impressive Absolutely. because Kasi is the guy and a guy who could have got a decision over Chris Ariola. And he's had uh, a couple of tough breaks in boxing. I actually feel bad for Kasi because he probably. His latest break was supposedly in his right hand. His right, yeah. yeah. If I don't see him. And what cast, about the Baha and, and uh, Kareem Mayfield? What do you think of that fight? That was the ugliest fight I've ever seen. Well, Kareem Mayfield, anything involving oh, yeah. Kareem Mayfield usually and is. The, the other guy, too. I mean, he's yeah. no. He's well, not, I, I he's didn't not watch that. You T-voted. I gotta, he's not graceful in anything that he does. Yeah, I got to see it. No? <laughs> he's a strong, tough kid. I mean, for 10 fights to be in a, in a battle like that with a Kareem Mayfield, he impressed me. Um, you know, the guy hits hard, but Kareem Mayfield's got a great chin. Yeah. First round, he, first round, Baja hit him with an uppercut, yeah. and it caused the first, like, all right, let me smother now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he woke up from that, was like, okay, so this guy can't hit me anymore. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they just, they went at it. Kareem Mayfield's a dog, man. Yeah, yeah. He's not talented, to. but he's a dog. Yeah, yeah, he knows how to do that trench warfare type mm -hmm. of stuff, you know? I had him as a sparring partner for one game, yeah. but I had to send him home because all he did was roast of those guys. And, and he got mad that I sent him home. Right. Yeah, I had Baja as a sparring partner too, but Baja's a little bit more. more you tell him uh, if you want to go to WWE, reliable. you'll bring him back. No, it was just like I felt like I was, you know, sparring partner is supposed to get you more sharp. I felt like I was getting less sharp because the guy was all up on my chest and he wasn't really fighting as much as he was just smothering, you know? And I felt like it was a lot of wrestling and it was just like it was making me sore for my other sparring partners while I was trying to get you to get sharp. So I sent them packing, you know? It was just a matter of styles, you know? Uh, Smart punters are there to get you sharp, not to. Uh, I didn't know that he owns a couple of apps. Who? Kareem Mayfield. Kareem. You know he created it. Him and his wife designed a couple of apps. Yeah, wow. he's a little hustler, man. Um, yeah, he's from the Bay Area. He's just like he played uh, running back in high school. Mm -hmm. Took up boxing really late, but this is like um, he loves to compete. Like financially, you know he he's okay. He, he does well. Mm -hmm. Him and his wife. Who was that I, guy you met in the Bay Area? You said with the with the mouth thing. What was that? No, that, that's that's for the that's, that's for, for the brand. Yeah, right. well, well, the Sugar Sugar Boy's oh, biggest fan. Oh, oh yeah, Sugar Boy's my biggest boy fan. George. Yeah, well, what what, what <laughs> at Sugar Boy's fight? So what what happened over there? What was it? What was it? So Sugar Boy Sugar Boy fights. By the way, he fought the week after me, right? Mm -hmm. He got a, a big knockout, devastating <laughs> big, knockout. Yeah. It's on YouTube if anybody wants to see it. 
Yeah, you, you, you and Kale. And you were in Oaktown. You were in Oakland. Yeah, it was a Ward yeah. versus a Brand call. Yes. So Alexander obviously Brand. Oaktown, for anybody who doesn't know, has a, a lot of street guys there, right? Absolutely. So. Good guys, too. So this you one go over there and Pete's, guy. it's becoming Pete's home away from home, right? right? Because Sugar tends to fight on war on the cards. So he goes there a lot. And uh, I met a gentleman by the name of George. Use and, the uh, term gentleman loosely. Right? Yeah, yeah. A good guy. He had these uh, diamond fronts. Diamond fronts. And what, it, what was his hair? Like, what did his hair look like? He had braids tied up in a ponytail in the back. <laughs> so his braids, his cornrows that turned yeah. into braids and they were yeah. so long. Okay. And he said, when he saw Junior and I got out of the ring, he said, can I, can, I, can I take a picture of the way you look right now? I feel like you should post this on. While you're, while you're taking, while you're showing this. Said, while you're so, Damn, that boy's good. While, you, while you're giving this invitation, I feel like. He said, man, you know, that boy not to be messed with. <laughs> what, what, you talking about Junior? Yeah. Because you know what happened? He didn't even know Kid Chocolate was there. Okay. Kid Chocolate happened to be in the area. Okay. We wanted to see Junior. So on our way to the ring, we saw Kid Chocolate. So Kid Chocolate tells this guy, George. Watch my little bro right here. He's he's from from Brooklyn, so this dude's like, oh, I'm gonna check him, and then he gets the big knockout. And this guy George, it was his first time ever at a live fight, so that's a nice. That? Yeah, he told you that later. Yep. Okay. That was a nice experience for him to come in there <laughs> and be like, I didn't know what to expect, and then all of a sudden this young cat hit him, bang, <laughs> knocked him out cold. <laughs> and then he said, man, that boy is nice. He not to be messed with. <laughs> and then what did you tell him? And they bought, he bought me a drink. And, uh, you know, they were just, he said uh, how many times he, he's so happy that he came. He wants to see Andre Ward, but he was happy. He got a and treat like that. his boy want you to wear a shirt or yeah, something like that? Yeah, they wanted to work out like a sponsorship deal. So Kichoka so told you to deal with him? Right. Kichoka was like, go ahead. Yeah, uh, go work that out for me. See how real they are. Well, the one partner didn't see Junior, so George had explained to his, his partner. I guess and what did he explain to him? He said, man, that's a boy not to be messed with. <laughs> <laughs> He's serious about his business, man. He got in there and he handled it. He handled it. <laughs> so what happened? When, what, did, what, did, what was his he name? He said, man, how old is that boy? What was his name? George. George. What did George say when about the shirts then? He said, man, I ain't even messing with him. <laughs> the guy said, what do you mean? He goes, he not to be messed with. He's serious. Yeah, but then he, he a stone cold killer. So then, so then, so then, what happened? When, did he wanted Peter Quillen to wear the shirt, though. Right, but well, he 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 didn't even first know. First, he who, wanted Junior to wear the shirt, and you said he didn't even know who Peter Quillen was. Okay. Then he said he must be a bad motherfucker. If you know who he is. <laughs> and they don't realize, you know, boxing's a small circle, and you know, yeah. you, you guys watch Junior grow up, so obviously you know. But yeah. you know, a regular person that comes to the fights the first he, time, so he tried to get Sugar or Petey to wear. Uh, he wants everybody, shirt for you, free. everybody. And then, what did you, so what did you say when you said that couldn't happen? I didn't say it couldn't happen. Oh, what'd you tell him? I said uh, Jerry Maguire. You said Jerry Maguire. You show me <laughs> the money. And what happened? No, they were just like, oh, it's, it's going to take a lot. I said, oh, we work something out. Well, anyway, he said, he, buy his he said he man, buy his that business. guy about his business. He said, forget about them shirts, man. What's up with that kid? He <laughs> <laughs> wanted to manage him? <laughs> no, he was just like in awe. You know, oh. you don't really see knockouts like that. I mean, we do because we're at fights all the time. You see the young prospect mm -hmm. again, you know, against the guy that doesn't belong or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, if you're not an avid fight fan, you don't even know that these things happen. Yeah. You know, so it was fun. <clears throat> Got to meet my boy George. He was taking a nice shot of tequila and shit. 
Mm, that knockout hurt my soul. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to George from Oaktown. Yeah. yeah. We made him famous on the podcast. Yeah. Peter Collins. Nice. He's yeah. uh he's um one of those guys that's in like the first ever profession in the world. What's that? Prostitution. Prostitution. Yeah. <laughs> the original. Absolutely. We're gonna get into a little bit of that in the rail rant too. What? <laughs> Prostitution and hairstyle and hair he's, and he's in the barber. home game. What do you tell you? Right, he, I'm in the home business. <laughs> the <laughs> home. What? Yeah. <laughs> I keep these tricks in the street. <laughs> right. Wow. I said, well, you, you, your business has been around forever. It's the first job ever. He said, that's right. <laughs> All right. Okay. This is one of those situations where we needed we needed a camera in the, in the studio. I got people bit, I can got see people can see Peter Cards imitating George from Oaktown. Oh, you with his front. You can't take videos with that phone. Uh, I'm running out of memory on this phone. Uh, That's it. Uh, uh, memory. <laughs> memory. You're, you're not up in the cloud yet or nothing, Paulie. Yeah. With that, know. get up in the cloud with yeah. that. Yeah, up in the cloud so they could, so they could, they could uh, hack your your cloud and yeah, then put that shit all news. over the internet. Yeah, yeah I know. Why? Like Paris Hilton. You got some bad uh, shit in there. What do you got in there? I have pornos in here, kid. Uh. <laughs> Speaking of which, that's what I do. Uh, uh, we're gonna hey, get, uh, we're gonna get into we? some of those on the ramp. We got a good ramp podcast yeah. up this week. We also got the the special forces guy that I met in Italy. I want to get into that. Oh about yeah, we should definitely get into that. Some good stuff. All right, are we gonna are we done with the boxing? I mean. Yeah, I well, guess we're looking for the last boxing podcast, right? You're you're moving out of the country. This well, is maybe it. we can call it. I mean, next uh, week I'll probably be around for that one. And then, hey, um, you know, if you get an iPhone, you can you can use a FaceTime app and call maybe in. Maybe I can Skype you guys or something. You could do oh, that. Or Skype. We can well, do how that. Would, how would George say Skype? I'll be Skyping these holes the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> Ho, you on the block? I see him on Skype. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get George in the right. studio. <laughs> yeah, George is We gotta get him in from Oakland. <laughs> anyway, all, all right. right. Uh, Seth, that's it. We're going to wrap it up for this week's boxing podcast. Yeah. We'll be back with uh, point five since we spoiled your surprise. <laughs>